Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Film Podcast. Uh, this is Rahul Desai here. Uh, I am the film critic with Film Companion. I have again with me, uh, as I do every week, my good friend and the Vaya film critic, Tanul Thakur. Uh, we are back again and we are going to be discussing um, the, releases, the Hindi releases of last week. In fact, two of them today. Um, uh, uh, one, the, the films are uh, Sharmaji Namkin, which is... As we know, Rishi Kapoor's last film, it released on Amazon Prime. And uh, there's a work on Praveen Tambe, which released on Disney Plus Hotstar. Um, let's start with uh, Shmaji Namkin, which uh, is basically, as I said, um, Rishi Kapoor's uh, final film. It was actually only half completed uh, when he passed away in 2020. So they did. Uh, so the film, obviously, the USP was, and we've been seeing this for a while. Paresh Rawal completed his role, the same character. They played two actors. It's not happened quite a bit. And uh, that was the USP of the film. And directed by Hitesh Bhatia, produced by Excel Films. Um, uh, Rishi Kapoor, basically, it's a more or less a typical sort of uh, West Delhi film where Rishi Kapoor plays a middle-class retiree who's newly widowed and he is retired and he's, uh, uh, he's sort of struggling to fill up his time and uh, his sons are now at and it's more or less like a sort of very new age pragmatic version of Bagban, of which there are a few jokes in the film too. Uh, um, I, I thought it was a, a you know, I, I was quite surprised by the film. I thought it was really well done and uh, and sweet. And, and it had, I mean, despite the two actors playing one role and, you know, the transitions were fairly interesting. Uh, um, you um, you re- you reviewed Sharmaji Namkin as well, and uh, uh, I noticed you also had more or less the same sort of reaction uh, as I did. Mm-hmm. I did not, to be honest, I did not uh, expect a lot going into the film because, as we know, uh, you know, with with posthumous releases like this, you tend to be a little sort of uh, you know um, you you take it with a little bit of pinch of salt because. It's always about you know. It's always about the actor, the artist who's passed away, and that tends to hijack the film itself. And so, so but this was one of the rare instances where I didn't have to, where none of us had to really sugarcoat our feelings or our words, or you know, for the sake of respect, because of course Rishi Kapoor, you know, Hindi film legend, passed away. So, uh, so yeah, it was always going to be tricky. I was a little nervous about that because you know it happened with Sushant Singh Rajput a couple of years ago. Uh, I thought his last film that released was actually a terrible film. So, uh, so you know, it tends to happen quite often, and I was pleasantly surprised. What did, uh, what, what, what were your feelings about? Yeah, I mean, before I uh, answer this question, Rahul, uh, I would just like to tell you that beware, SSR warriors are going to come after you because uh, <laughs> anyway, if at all they listen to these kinds of podcasts, I'm sure they do not make it beyond five minutes. And in the first five minutes, you have given them a gem. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, uh, very interesting what you said, right? Like about Shamaji Namkeen and uh, uh, less about the film as much uh, as about your expectations. About the film, we'll get into some detail in a bit. Same here, actually, you know, I mean, I actually feel a bit, I don't know how to put it, a bit sheepish in admitting this, that uh, I have become very suspicious of these <laughs> kinds of films i mean uh and not about as much about say a posthumous release uh but uh which was also of course a factor i mean how can it not be uh but also i mean you know this kind of slice of life as you said quote unquote a typical west daily film a slice of life comedy and everything 
and it's so weird and i i used to the word sheepish uh, for a reason because almost my entire life like which is my childhood and growing up years in college and all of that i craved these kinds of films right i'm sure you uh, uh, would have as well and, and many others right like uh, when bollywood was about uh, the song and dance spectacle when it was all well, i mean more or less about like rich people and a certain kind of and a very shallow take on on them or or, or you know just just this sense of escapist cinema that me that would have made you want to escape the theaters first before like you know uh, escaping yeah. into the world of the film stuff like that right so uh, so yeah it, it feels particularly uh, odd now that you know a film like this comes and and this is before i'd watched the trailer or anything so that actually makes my uh, uh, some sort of uh, suspicions uh, a bit more weird but it was what it was and it's it's also it so happens that in hindi cinema anything is just like we tend to washing machine an idea so much that like you know by the time something else comes around 50 other things have sort of like regurgitated the same theme stories settings at times even the look and the feel of the film so yeah i was a bit uh, a, a bit suspicious a bit uh, i don't know i didn't know as much about the whole parish travel thing which i did uh, when the film uh, uh, came out on amazon but i didn't know about it uh, before that i would say i found that to be an interesting idea for sure it's it's actually very ballsy uh, and it hardly happens anywhere in cinema right so so i started to watch this film with uh, some healthy amount of i would say skepticism but uh, i i just like i would just like to say two three things then stop my answer so that uh, you can take it forward and and then we'll sort of like go into the nitty gritties uh the first thing i absolutely loved the fact how they introduced the film i mean it was not a gimmick it wasn't uh, a you know quote unquote a shock factor and all of that i mean uh, you know ranveer kapoor just comes up straight up in the film and and just introduces the movie saying that like you know we were i i i really like that element of honesty in the film and obviously i mean if, if they have introduced uh, it's obviously not a spoiler given that i'm sure they would have cut the trailer like that as well i haven't seen the trailer even now uh, but i really like the honesty uh, and also obviously uh, it was helped by the fact that i really like ranveer kapoor as well when he sort of just you know said that in a very matter of fact way that he tried to uh, he tried uh, putting on prosthetics and all of that it didn't work out i was very gobsmacked by that idea i i i thought that would have been excellent i don't know if he would have somehow managed to pull it off it would have been like an insane uh, casting coup uh, but yeah i mean it, it, it was just that they put up everything straight up and uh, saying that you know we were sort of stuck in the situation and all of that and uh, he then goes on to this thank for a shovel and and the film starts and what i was really looking forward to uh, was the fact that how jarring or how you know abrupt would these transitions be how much time would i would i sort of take to get into the film and all of that knowing very well that i really like parish travel and and everything and obviously i mean rishi kapoor uh, who was obviously unaware of this uh would have uh, done his role or uh, part of how how much ever it was really well and given that he's done also these sorts of films both both in uh, different uh, 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 what do you call it like extremes of like say uh, class uh, scene like uh, on one end there is dodoni char on the other end there is kind of like kapoor and son there is playing really a really old man but the cuteness factor is is there so i was uh, i was quite uh, i was quite assured on the rishi kapoor front 
I wasn't quite sure about how Paresh Rawal would do given that, you know, uh, it's a gargantuan challenge. It's an insane challenge. You have to come and sort of fill in the uh, blanks of say 30, 40, 50% of the film that's remaining. It's of a legendary actor. He's no more. I mean, the pressures are immense. And it's a it's a it's a smart film. It's not as if it's a, it's some sort of a masala thing and it's a and it's a proper uh, and other masala things can't be smart. Uh, don't bombard me with Twitter messages. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, especially to, to that idiot, I actually wanted to write that a really long message to him. Somebody wrote to us a day before on Twitter calling us like, what? Uh, commenting on Bahubali uh, RRR as if he has some East Europeans or whatever and how 1950s say there is a, fuck you, dude. I don't know your name, but fuck you. Anyway, uh, so sorry. <laughs> Uh, this guy, uh, <laughs> fuck man. So, uh, so you know, I mean, obviously, the challenges of somebody like Paresh is obviously very gifted and has been around for like decades. But, uh, but two things, uh, actually, and I'm going to end my answer here. Uh, first was, I and I would like to know your views about uh, uh, them as well, just because it's just so fascinating uh, uh, a topic. First of all, I absolutely did the transition, just didn't register to me. I will not kid, like. Not even a single scene. And as we know, right, Paresh Rawal sort of comes really early in the film because given that they had mostly shot the shot Rishi Kapoor's portion either in the West Delhi house or say a few portions of the car or one portion in uh, uh, his uh, uh, his son's girlfriend's Gurgaon home, you could see that like, you know, there were like uh, 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 a few uh, and, 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 and when he sort of is cooking for that kitty party and all that. And all those other scenes where like these transition scenes and all of that, Paresh Rawal is there. So he sort of comes really early in the film. And it just didn't matter to me. I didn't know why that was the case, but it just, not for a second. And I thought Parisha was very good. I mean, just the fact that he just doesn't try to do anything like Kapoor. He's, he's just like Parish Rawal. And, uh, but yeah, even then, it was just, it was excellent. So that was that, uh, number one. Number two, I think, I think, yeah, I think these two things, I suppose, uh, if I forget, if, if mm-hmm. something comes to my mind, I'll, I'll circle back to it later. But but yeah, that's where I'm ending my answer now. And and uh, uh, please let me know what you thought. And and yeah, just sort of take it from there. And I'll jump in. Yeah. First of all, you know, uh, you know, to address something you mentioned earlier uh, when you started is that you mentioned uh, that you know very rightly mentioned that you know back like 10 or 15 years ago when we were still growing up watching mm. a lot of Bollywood, uh, we are still not film critics, not even close to being writers. Uh, we, we this this particular genre was a big deal, right? It exploded. Yeah. It was a Dibakar Banerjee era, right? Like it, you yeah. see, yeah. exactly. Uh, sort of, yeah. So you see, you saw him bring it into mainstream Bollywood, and uh, and you know, with with Kosla ka Gosla, and then Oi Lucky Lucky Oi back to back. Uh, uh, then you saw, saw a couple of other sort of. You saw Rishi Kapoor himself acting do, in Do Do Nichar. And, yeah. you know, it sort of took off from there. You know, even part of Queen, for that matter, later on was, you know, West Delhi and all. So, it, it, it was the kind of genre which came as a breath of fresh air. But as is mostly the case with mainstream Hindi cinema, and you said that it, it sort of, everything is sort of overcooked to, like, uh, obviously yeah. every genre is done to death. And this, uh, we didn't know when to quit. And it just kept going. It sort of morphed into... The kind of genre that Ayushman and Rajkumar are now doing, you know, sort of yeah. the social message, middle Indian small town 
small town sort of uh, you know social significant genre so it morphed into that of course the delhi comedy was something different in between with the whole lavranjan uh, thing buddy comedy delhi gurgaon comedy that came in between but it sort of morphed into so many sub genres and obviously it's called i mean it it, it became like it, the it, it sort of succumbed to genre fatigue at some point so even i to be fair was very uh, worried when i saw that you know this will be rishi kapoor's last film i like the fact that you know uh, his second innings uh, so to say more or less uh, kicked off with something like dhoduni char you know because before that he was still making a transition into this particular age bracket of acting and according to me nobody's done it as well as him you know in the last yeah. 10 or 15 years the kind of roles he's chosen the kind of films he's done very versatile and of course he dhoduni char give us a very good sort of peek into what he's capable of at this stage in his in his career you know mostly when sort of people tend to uh, people uh, i mean a lot of male actors get age appropriate roles like amitabh bachchan and all but rishi kapoor was very sort of different compared Uh, uh to the more famous actors from his generation so i was sort of cynical uh, about it before uh, you know when i heard about uh, sharma ji namkin and what they've done you know getting paresh raval to play the rest of the role and then at the same time sort of uh, it also having to double up as a goodbye to the actor uh, but you know uh, again I, as you said i was very uh, impressed with the way you know the director hitesh patya uh, sort of really pulled off uh first of all obviously the transitions are one thing um use top notice i mean there are sometimes the actor sort of transition within the same scene you know because they probably shot a bit in a certain part of the house and then you see sort of rishi kapoor in the kitchen and you see paresh raval in the balcony it's some it's that sort of dissonance but uh but you know i, I it it wasn't so much that the transition stopped uh, sort of appearing in front of me it was more that i started to rationalize it in my head you know sort of saying that okay this is a character uh, you know the sharma ji character is uh, sort of struggling um, with sort of two um, you know two particular personalities because he's he's retired and as we know we tend to look at retired parents very differently uh, uh, as compared to you know when they are working and you know even Uh, just to sort of point out uh, ishita who's a friend of ours ishita sen gupta wrote a very uh, very nice piece on news nine about this particular yeah i saw i've been wanting to yeah yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah and if you read about it it's it's more or less addresses this too like that fathers uh, at least middle class fathers in india uh, they look at themselves very differently as well after they retire because you know they they go from bread earner to suddenly having to fill their time and suddenly wondering what to do and rishi kapoor there's an entire phase in the beginning of the film where he's just sitting on his table and looking at time pass and wondering what to do before he takes up cooking as a hobby before he starts working uh, you know part time for uh, sort of does it, uh, working for the uh, women of the kitty parties in his area but uh, that, that's what her essay also addresses and very nicely as well it, it just um, sort of you rationalize it as a viewer because you're seeing sure you're seeing two different actors it was totally inadvertent it was by chance and it wouldn't have happened if rishi kapoor uh, was still around uh, but at the same time it sort of very weirdly ties into the theme of the film as well and and, and i bought that because uh, Rishi Kapoor and Paresh Raval are two very different actors you know it was not more apparent than this time like you know uh, Paresh Raval has a very different kind of face a very different style of acting 
uh, Rishi Kapoor uh, plays a very uh, more of a sort of a softer father, a softer retiree. Yeah. Uh, and you you see Paresh Rawal bring a very different element of the of the character's personality to the role. So it's impossible not to notice the transitions or to notice the fact that okay, it's a different actor. But I love the fact that both of like Paresh Rawal, you almost sense that he's not seen the Rishi Kapoor footage. You know before. Yeah. Uh, for taking up this role so this is his interpretation from the script it is not his probably not his interpretation from seeing what rishi kapoor looked like or how he behaved as sharma ji uh, this is basically paresh rawal's own take of of the role and i thought that was a very brave choice uh, uh, too and i love the fact uh, more than anything that the script uh, did not uh, reverse engineer itself to accommodate this whole device of two actors playing the same character because i came into the film expecting that the script would try to justify why there are two actors uh, mm. playing one character i thought there would be flashbacks and there would be multi narratives there would be like uh, maybe he was like i don't know it it can knowing bollywood it can go as far as plastic surgeon you know one of those <laughs> things so i i sort of really expected the script to have changed entirely to accommodate this you know this uh, this tragedy and uh, I, and i was very surprised to see that the script has remained the same it's just uh, it's just the director and the writers telling us that uh, you know we are confident in our film in our story uh, in this particular story of sharma ji and the transitions you will you know after a while it won't matter because uh, you know we are telling a story about one man uh, and you know and his family and and it, after a while uh, maybe you will stop seeing the fact that they are played by two different actors so i thought that was very refreshing again very ballsy not been done before because i've seen or heard of a couple of hollywood films that have done this when an actor dies midway through the production they try to sort of turn around the script to to accommodate the next actor to finish it and because those are big budget films they have to work doubly hard at all you know the, the prosthetics or the script or the vfx and stuff like that and the fact that even you mentioned that anbir kapoor wearing prosthetics might have been quite like quite something especially yeah. very poetic because the son is completing the father's role and all also it would have been such a great acting challenge to someone like anbir yeah. kapoor who we hold in high regard as well but again you know i have a feeling he might have sort of declined to do it because it might have also taken away from uh, his father's farewell as such you know because it would yeah. have then become a anbir kapoor film About, as much as a rich yeah right uh so yeah so that, that's that's what i thought about the whole paresh aval thing uh, too and and i i was very happy that they stuck to the basics they did not change around things all they did is sort of recreate the setting and recreate the production uh, i thought they did a very good job at that uh, because because uh, uh, you know you did not see uh, especially the sons in the film you did not see them behave very differently with paresh aval as compared to the way they were behaving with rishi kapoor it's just the dramatic character that you look at differently as a viewer so i thought it did very interesting and uh, sort of inadvertent uh, psychological things to the character absolutely and uh, and just briefly commenting on two points that you just mentioned and i completely agree with them uh, one is obviously like the whole duality thing which is just it is just a very great point wherein like you know uh, we we almost if not i mean absolutely consider our parents as two different people uh, from uh, uh, like when they have uh, retired and when they have not uh, essentially as to 
is your uh, is your personality is your essence uh, 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 as a human being only a function of you being a breadwinner if that's the case then that's quite sad and quite insulting honestly to many many indian fathers but uh, as we know there are those kinds of uh, shifting perceptions happen i mean whether advertently or inadvertently uh, it is uh, it is the case and it kind of like becomes almost a sort of a poetic subtext as you said uh, the second thing which i which i forgot uh, anyway but uh, but i mean uh, there is something that i wanted to say was uh, was that that you know i mean uh, it's uh, <coughs> yeah sorry the second thing uh, about uh, came to me the second thing about you know this uh, a different actor playing and do you change the screenplay do you sort of contrive your story itself or 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 try to do things say like by adding a flashback as you said or like even some sort of a, a backshot uh, plastic surgery or some accident or something like that right like or or something maybe more sophisticated uh but i think uh, it's just so nice that you know that they were just so honest about it i think that was very very disarming and that was very endearing i thought that you know they just straight up sort of uh, i mean said that look we were because uh, i mean they could not have run away from this because everybody knows that rishi kapoor is no more and he was such a big big name uh but i i really like the fact that you know they didn't try to beat around the bush they didn't they said that look uh, we were in a problem uh, we were facing uh, uh, an exceptional problem uh, we tried a few things nothing worked uh, we resorted to this and well here's the film and you know and essentially just saying that like uh, judge it for what it is and all of that none of you know just bending uh, uh, their backs to sort of say xyz uh, uh, whether at the start of the film or in the film itself you know i really like the fact that uh, they were uh, not just open and honest about it but they were also uh, it also it also showed belief uh in their own story and uh, and in uh, i think paresh travels acting of course uh but uh, and and it's just so nice i mean obviously uh even uh, the film may not work for uh, many people uh, the film would have worked especially because of this reason whatever right i i, I like the fact that they kind of they kind of really acknowledged almost implicitly acknowledged the fact that you know uh this was something that was beyond their control and sometimes filmmaking or many times filmmaking is or or of creating anything or any artistic process can spur a lot of your control even when you think you are in control uh and and they just didn't make a big deal about it they sort of like just prefaced the whole thing very very briefly and they sort of just went on which i thought was you know it was very good uh Sunny else that I thought was very striking in the film and you know there is uh, there have only been two times actually in the last four and a half years uh where after i mean uh, ending a film i i wanted to call somebody so i mean my aunt lives in dwarka and uh, she's been a homemaker for i mean for her entire life and all of that and just so uh, happens that whenever i go to her place uh my uncle and my uh, and my uh, cousin they are mostly out i mean working and all of that and and this has happened for like many years at least like the last 6 7 years and all of that uh and it just so happens that i have spent a lot of time with her in the house like in the afternoon and all of that i am working she's sitting and all of that she's cooked and all of that and uh, the, you know there comes a point in the in the afternoon around 3 2 where uh, especially if you are a homemaker what do you do i i have become very very preoccupied uh, i've been preoccupied with that idea for a very long time i'll perhaps you know write a short story on it some day or whatever as so how do you kill time what is the uh, 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 you know the minute 
ticking of time uh, what does it mean to say a homemaker what does it mean to what does time itself mean to somebody who has enough of it not just today or tomorrow but day after day day after day year after year decades after decades and i am kind of like very closely i, mean, I almost kind of become like a fly on the wall just seeing what she does and all, all of that it's very simple things sometimes she just mm. lies down sometimes she watches tv sometimes or many times well uh she uh, calls her friends over and they play, they, they they have these kitty parties you know and, and it's just i sometimes i i often felt that there's such a great story to be told here and uh, and, and and the two times that i wanted to call her although i have not been able to i think i will one of these days uh one film that made me really call her and think about her and and her sense of like you know her relationship with time itself was one was mahari solo Uh, which obviously had like a more direct parallel and everything and second was this film you know i love those films uh, sorry i love those moments in sharma ji where you know this guy there is one scene where he's watching a tv serial and, and he just dozes off uh, yeah. one uh, there are several scenes where he just gets a whatsapp message and his face gets a uh, uh, lit up you know things that people like us don't even consider as things or something as uh i mean at the very basic like a ludicrous form of distraction or at times even some insulting disinformation on whatsapp and all of that all those things that many people don't even uh, stop to consider as things they become events for them i i have experienced this with my aunt she would often uh, show me her cell phone with some message or something just very banal something very basic but you know she would get really excited or animated by it and all of that and i, I would think that huh, yeah this this is a big deal like because i mean in a in a sea of mundaneness even a drop of a stone can sort of like a uh, a uh, uh, be be something so remarkable right i love the fact that and these are the things that perhaps difficult to portray on on at least like uh, in the ambit of hindi cinema especially uh, no matter no matter what the genre is and all of that so i i i just thought that and, and and that's what right like in many films you are at times looking not for the grand moments or the scene chewing bits but sometimes uh, bits where seemingly nothing is happening and can the film or the text move you on the basis of that by being very real uh, to both the milieu and the character and what the film is about uh, and this one did and i thought that was uh, But that was really interesting, and that was really well done. As to, uh, it, it just was not trying to overplay uh, its hand in anything, whether uh, it's uh, uh, with respect to say depicting pathos or or or, or humor. It's it's not like a laugh riot as well. It's not consistently funny, but I just. But just this minute thing that the film does really well. At the start of the film, there is this one dinner scene, wherein uh, uh, the youngsters are sort of trolling Mr. Sharma, saying that like you know why don't you become a broker? Why don't you become this or that? And suddenly, I did it in a piece, but I removed it by a word count. I loved the way that how that scene was shot. Like there are three or four things happening. There are kids chatting, sort of interrupting the noise. The the mother is going on on her own tangent, uh, whining about something else. Then there are these uh, 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 his nephews and all of that who are kind of trying to insult him while uh, you know uh, trying to uh, look quote unquote funny and all of that. And then I thought uh, uh, just uh, when that plot point comes, which is essentially the the main pivot of the film wherein sharma ji goes to uh, uh, the houses of these women and he starts cooking i thought it's just the 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 whole emphasis uh, on identity yet maintaining the level of understatedness uh, was just very good that and there was just like this very slow accumulation of details you know there are details in many scenes 
that just they make a lot of sense so this guy uh he worked for this company called madhubana home appliance company and all of that and you know he says that i was called the, the shining jewel mr sekka his boss he references him multiple times but if you remember if you see the first scene which is essentially about uh, his uh, retirement speech and all of that the people at his company they really don't give much fucks about him they essentially just want him to you know, just say something sweet and nice in 30 seconds and just get the fuck out of the space but this this guy can't so you can always see that like you know that he's always uh, has fostered like an alternate version of his own identity in his head and all all of that which a lot of people do when life has not given you much given you much in terms of like say a a a a glittering success with respect to either the just straight up fame or a lot of money and all of that it's been a pretty normal upper middle class sort of an existence which is which is good i mean it, it, there's nothing wrong in it uh, so many so many people live that life we as well we are not celebrities or anything so you know it's a, but it's it's just this craving for something extra this craving for something uh, uh, something fundamental something elemental uh, that i matter my story matter uh, and all of that and 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 this is really nice narrative inversions i mean uh, at the start of the film the 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 sons don't have time for their father towards the end of the film is the opposite the son scolds the father like a father would scold scold a son even though like you know the protagonist is say 58 or 59 years old the barriers to creating forging your own identity identity still remains the same uh, whether say it's a 20 year old engineering student who wants to be a writer or or anybody right the kind the kind of narrative that we have so often seen i i thought all those things are really well done and the sense of what does it mean to uh, uh, like something uh, say a vocation or, or or what does passion itself mean in the in the often i mean narrowly conceived uh, uh, definitions of what uh, a quote unquote good life can be you know and uh, and and just a fact that no matter what your age again right like the familial oppression these these very rigid barriers uh these very rigid hierarchies and 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 the sense of acceptance is not easy to earn in at, at times it needs to be stolen like mr sharma ji literally does uh, by not telling by lying about uh, uh, his uh, his uh, his vocation saying that he works for an ngo or ss an ngo and 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 stuff like that Now, all these things were 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 really understated and uh, they were in making like quote unquote a statement with a capital s about it and all of that uh, i i very much enjoyed all these things especially the the the, the not the banter actually uh, the the spats i would say between the father and the son i thought sohil nair was was uh, who plays sandeep his his, his older son uh, were really well done they, they were not uh, uh, so much that uh, you know you would start to see the designs behind those scenes uh, but uh, they were just there in enough amount and uh, with enough uh, organicness uh, that you know the the film sort of like told a story in a pretty in a pretty complete way yeah yeah no totally and you know that lack of manipulation in the film is is i think one of the main reasons yeah that also in the film as you said understated is one thing uh, but you know just the sheer sort of dignity with the way sort of the film unfolds with his story unfolds uh, there are no designs uh, as you said especially in the scene of confrontation uh, i you know it, it's more evident in the fact that uh, uh, you know the, the the scenes where 
basically one of the things that really stood out for me in this film was the way that it wasn't uh, this sort of bagbanesque scale that they were operating on right it wasn't all or nothing it wasn't that the sun became villains at any point uh, it wasn't that you know that civil man character who was more or less going through his own conflicts you know he wants to buy as a house he wants to move on he wants to live with his girlfriend he wants to stay uh, he was never talked down on by right? he was never punched down on uh, you know he, his his frustration with his father was entirely natural because they were obviously going through two different kind of fluxes and, and it just it felt nice that for a change and you know another film that annoyed me a lot uh, when it came to apart from bagban of course which is a bible for most indian parents is, is that 100 <laughs> to not you know, where you tend to i have seen of, that but yeah. uh, so that, that again was a big hit you know and it did very well uh, because again it sort of uh, look being from the younger generation i'm not going to say we are flawless of oldness oh god knows we have our problems we are selfish we are you know we are flaky we are we cannot be objective most of the time but a film a lot of films use this generation as an easy target when they have to sort yeah. of lionize a uh, tradition you know lionize pa- traditional parents uh, that film sort of punches down on a son for not wanting to come back to india and take care of his father uh, and it mm. really presents a son in a bad light it it, it presents uh, it presents a father in a very sympathetic manipulative light and, and it basically is preaching that uh, you know if you are not the kind of son who can do this you're a terrible child so it, it's very binary in that sense you know it's far more nuanced than that every situation is very different but films like that really uh, simplify the whole thing to a fault and uh, and they do obviously you know it's another way of saying old is gold and you know the youngsters don't know shit these days it's those kind of uncles in the gardens who go around telling people that this generation is uh, doesn't understand anything so th- those films are equivalents of that and i like the fact that this film does not take sides so to say it just of course it is sympathetic to our protagonist who's going uh, you know who's sort of uh, I-, i love the fact that he is sort of uh, relating to uh, a section of society who are these kitty party housewives who are the homemakers who are equally neg- as neglected as he is you know because the younger generation looks at both of them in more or less through a similar lens you know because the older parents are uh, are, are looking for any kind of validation or social contact as are the homemakers which is why they have the kind of kitty parties they do a lot of us also you know sort of snigger at that kind of lifestyle so the fact that they humanize the the homemakers and the women in that like especially sheba chadda's character and juhi chawla's character uh, i i thought it was very uh, you know it, it wasn't out to make a statement it wasn't trying to teach us a lesson the viewers who have preconceived notions about these two sections of society it did it very elegantly uh, and it also you know gave due credit to the son who is sandeep uh, for wanting to live his life and the fact that they rooted the final conflict of the film in a police station uh, and made it a comedy scene you know because you know you're playing dhamsharaj in that scene you are getting a politician who's again another reviled character in most films you know right the 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 character yeah. that politician that 
we call that that Delhi people call up to say that you know don't mess with us, otherwise we'll call this guy. Uh, it's looked at in such a white light year, you know. It, it's a very unusual thing to do. It was such a good-natured, humorous last uh, set piece, last ensemble piece that you know you. Uh, it it sort of did not overplay the conflict between the father and the son. It just showed us Paresh Awal and his son in the end. Uh, Paresh Awal just getting an opportunity to boast of his own contacts to to basically prove to his son that he's not as useless as uh, society looks at, at him as. And the son just apologizes and he doesn't make a. There's no monologue. There is no Salman Khan, you know, coming and you know doing his. Uh, you know, great son bit either. There is no Amita Bachchan's to the scene either. So I, I really like that they rooted it in something as modest as a comedy sort of uh, uh, police station scene in the end because it, it says so much about the perspective of the makers itself that, you know, the lack of manipulation and just the fact that the father has just won a single battle in this, but it is not actually a competition. It is just a father proving his own word to his, himself more than anything else. And and that a bunch of sort of homemakers and, and these women uh, become his allies, I, I thought was very well done without being preachy, without being, you know, uh, without being sort of overbearing in its messages. So uh, for me, that's, that's really what, uh, stood out and as you said very you know nicely that the uh, that the film and the character's relationship with time was beautifully depicted as well as we know it's not easy to show the concept of time to reveal the concept of time in films in on in the visual medium because uh, you know we tend to resort to montages we tend to resort to reducing time uh, when a lot of it is about expansion in real life uh, so uh, you know again this film really Again, the two actors playing uh, the same character tends to very inadvertently inform that uh, that that sort of duality of time and the fact that you know uh, characters age faster when they have nothing to do. So uh, yeah, so all in all, I I thought it was a very neat package that did not try to over uh, reach or over aspire uh, in, in its sort of pursuit of trying to like impress us or cater to a particular generation catered to a particular cross-section, gender, demographic. There's nothing like that. I thought the film was just being honest to what it was trying to say. And the fact that it just ended with the son and the father on equal ground and us looking at both of them uh, through a nice sort of white lens and not judging any of them, with the son just very sheepishly apologizing to the father and the father getting his moment in the limelight. Uh, I thought that was very nice, you know. And it, it it's very unusual to see in commercial Hindi cinema, uh, a, a film that's so confident and grounded in its in its view of parent-child relationships. There's no modernity versus tradition conflict that's overplayed here. It's just uh, it, it just remains self-sustaining and uh, uh, and yeah, that that for me was pretty much why the film really like if as you said, you know, it's an accumulation of detail and it does not explode in your face. It still it just keeps going on and on. And we have a sense that after the end credits, this there is a story that will keep going on. And all we have done is sort of uh, jump onto a train that's moving and gotten off. And the con- the story will keep continuing. It's just that we've had the pri- privilege of watching a particular couple of months in there in the character's life. Absolutely, I think. Uh, uh... We are more or less uh, done with uh, uh, with Sharmadiva. I just have one small point. I mean, it's nothing. It's an addendum of sorts. 
uh, I think uh, uh, what you mentioned about uh, Bhagwan, I really like the fact that you know uh, the film is self-aware enough to sort of reference Bhagwan in actually yeah. one of its 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 most funny scenes. You know, I think yeah. Parish Rawat is there in the park, and he's actually in his really comic element, which is essentially uh, saying something funny with a fierce face, which he does it impeccably well. And he essentially goes on to say that the picture school may compulsory ho jani chahiye. That's or something like that. This movie should be uh, like a part of the syllabus or something like that. He says that, which I just thought that. <laughs> so funny and uh, and yeah i mean uh, i think uh, this will uh, will segue uh, make a segue at least for me because i have much more to say on this topic uh, when we talk about praveen tambe but i i really like the fact that you know this is not like it's it's as you said i think right like it's it's not trying to pit one character against the other it's not about you know uh, i mean sure there, there there are scenes several scenes in which you think that uh, that why is sandeep or uh, uh, acting like this and all of that it's uh, it's there but but obviously i mean it's it's, it's not done with a, a cross broad stroke to like you know demonize him thoroughly and all that i thought it it just and i really appreciated the fact that i did not hammer in the point that the fact that sandeep is also a social animal that he's also a creature of a social construct which uh, which essentially becomes a game of one up manship right i mean uh, the, the as as we often know with like say uncles or aunts or nephews or cousins and all of that it, it's it's there's one great scene in the film uh, during the uh, great bit during the uh, when the, just before the reveal happens uh, that uh, that he's actually uh, going to these kitty parties and all of that uh, and it's the occasion of uh, mr sharma's birthday and uh, and uh, they've called everybody from their family like extended family members and all of that and one of the younger members looks at like this lcd flat screen tv and you know gestures to sandeep ki are bhai uh great you have started to make progress in life and all of that or stuff like that right so this is so you can also understand that sandeep's frustration may not just be sandeep alone it, it could uh, it, it could may well happen that sandeep could very well have been okay uh with his father doing whatever but uh, but it's just the fact that his embarrassment stems much much more from the fact that how will his family like extended family members react how will quote unquote the samaj react when they find out that you know his father has sort of like uh, been relegated down to the hierarchy of like whatever uh, uh, this class pyramid and all of that so i mean i could also understand sandeep in in, in that light and i thought it was uh, just uh, Very smart writing, very humane writing. The kind of writing like these screenwriting gurus rightly they say that like you know uh, about like quote unquote unlikable character that you know. I think these uh, these kind of things are spoken much more about. I think in narrative nonfiction space and all that I've read a lot in like these journalism kind of things how to build characters and all that you know the people often say and and rightly so. that you do not necessarily need to agree with your character if that person is quote unquote like unlikable but you definitely need to understand where they are coming from and i think that's what this one does i think quite well without again making a big deal about it saying that uh, uh, implying almost that uh, that uh, sandeep is also like many like almost all of us uh, is a function of the society and the circumstances uh, that he's uh, been born and bred in and uh, and like how a father does to son a son would do to the father it's it's, uh, it's, it's that kind of at times an unfortunate circularity that uh, that we often uh, end up experiencing in life so yeah uh, that's from me that's it from me
yeah that that's a as you said you know it's a sort of a good segue into into our uh, into the next film we'll be discussing uh, today uh, which is con pravin tambe uh for those of you who aren't aware uh, it released on disney plus outside stars shreyas talpade directed by jayprakash desai uh, it is a, a cricket biopic which you know i've been wary of over the years and we uh, we've just had a couple of them over the last couple of months and there's this jersey releasing next week as well it's a it's a biographical sports drama about pravin tambe uh, who as most of you might know him as uh, that rare sort of miraculous story of a 42 year old sort of indian leg spinner who uh, who made his debut in the ipl in the 2013 ipl and sort of uh, really hit the stage running at that age and uh, he hadn't played first class cricket he hadn't played ranji he hadn't played anything he, he came out of the wilderness to play in the ipl and arrested everyone's imagination he he became a star uh, almost uh, you know within the first season itself he took a hat trick in the next season he became one of the very good leg spinners in the ipl and you know as someone who's been watching ipl over the years uh, it was one of the most fascinating underdog stories i have seen play out live uh, at least in uh, out of all the lovely stories that the ipl has given us over the years this was right up there uh, you know to see this sort of uh, tubish 42 year old make his debut uh, you know way after most professional cricketers sort of retire Uh, so this is his story it's uh, it's lovely that shreyas talpade is playing him because you know we know he made his debut with iqbal again as a fast bowler uh, in that film that was a fictional story this is not um, and uh, you know i was again i'd have to admit i was very uh, pleasantly surprised by this film uh, uh, you know we do have certain preconceived notions when we do enter biopics especially if it's bio- biographical sports dramas uh hindi cinema has not exactly had a great for, uh, sort of track record there uh, so to sort of enter pravin tambe uh, you know fearing the worst is only natural and and uh, you know uh, none of me and tanul both uh, you know we disliked 83 very much which was not very far it was a couple of months ago it just dropped on netflix some weeks ago uh, so you know uh, and we i and i did hear about con pravin tambe being in the works for a while uh i was quite fascinated that shreyas talpade was chosen uh i like the fact that they did not go like like for like imitation uh they did not go with the body type because pravin tambe has a very specific body type he was very heavy for a cricketer when he was playing in the ipl when he did make his debut which had of course no uh, absolutely no sort of bearing on his fitness because he was one of the most active players on the field for the for the rajasthan royals i think when he made his debut uh, uh so so you know i i there were a lot of very interesting choices made for the film i fairly uh, you know i fairly sort of i thought the film was quite solid i thought it again you know i know this is a term we use a lot but fairly understated rooted very good mumbai film for me because you know we see a lot of over the top cricket uh dramas over the years we've seen a lot of sports dramas over the years in indian cinema uh none of them have really gone into the city as much and uh, gone to the grassroots of course they had to because of pravin tambe because uh you know he always sort of dreamt of playing ranji cricket and he was a guy who played 25 years of of club cricket which is you know which is a lot of maidans in mumbai if you if you know if you've been to mumbai if you've been around uh, you would know that you know it, it, cricket has a very specific language of aspiration in this city uh, and i felt like this film did a very good job of it uh, tanul uh, the film of course and uh, i i i liked it 
I have some reservations, uh, but uh, but uh, we'll go into that later. Uh, but I tell you something about the experience of the film itself, which I think most people would would think that uh, that I'm perhaps making it up and all of that. But trust me, I am not. Okay. So when I started to watch the film, I had no idea it was a biopic. I had vaguely heard of Praveen Tambe. I had not watched him play ever. I actually did not know about him. Now, uh, why is that the case? Let me tell you that. And this is a bit of a brief personal history, but it's just it's something of this sort has never happened with me while watching a film, especially a biopic. I know that it's a biopic. So, I mean, the year is 2013, I think, when Praveen Tambe made his debut uh, in IPL, right? And the fact is that... Uh, I mean, I'm a huge, huge cricket buff. If you ever follow me on Twitter or see my Twitter stuff, whenever India plays abroad, test cricket and everything, I I, I go bonkers. At times, resorting to almost a ball-by-ball tweeting, sort of a tweet storm. Uh, The thing is, though, I stopped watching IPL after 2010 or 11. It was not snobbish, snobbery or anything. uh, But it just... uh, I, I couldn't keep up. I... I just, it did not give me joy. I think 2011 was the, whenever KKR won the, uh, won an IPL final, I think it was 2012. Yeah. That was the final that I'd seen. I'd seen, obviously, I think the first two seasons I'd seen, I think 2009-10, rooted for Rajasthan Rawls in the first one. Stuff like that. But I think around 2012 was was the last thing. I don't know, even in 2012, I'd seen the final and I'd seen a few matches in between. But that was that. Now, in 2013, I... Left the US to come to India uh, to become a writer and all of that. That was particularly tumultuous year for me, both on respect of like making this huge change, but also at the level of mental health and all of that. And like from 2013 to 2016, actually 2017 November when India went to South Africa, these four years are almost, or at least 2013 to 2016 for sure. They are a black hole of cricketing memory in my head. I have no idea. I mean, I have not even watched 2015 World Cup properly. I was severely depressed. I was, there, there was just a lot of things going on uh, in my life that I haven't even have mustered the courage to write, write about them except for like this one essay that I did last year. But it was just, and more so because I, I didn't know what was going on with me. And the fact that like, Cricket was such a big part of my life. It was such a big part of my childhood and all of that. And cricket meant joy. Cricket meant innocence and all of that childhood. So just... And when I was just so fucked uh, with respect to my mental health and everything, wow, uh, turning to cricket meant turning to my childhood. and uh, or, or at least that's how my brain processed. I mean, when you are uh, a screwed in your head, things are obviously not straight. So I... I just I just disconnected from cricket. I just didn't know what was happening. Even in 2013, that legendary Champions Trophy final, I have only seen the last two or three overs with Ashwin doing his tricks and like, you know, whatever. That's all. I have missed Rohit Sharma's 264. I have missed, which is also one of the reasons that I used to hate Rohit Sharma, if you remember, but I just not seen him back. I just not seen like, you know, whatever. So I didn't know about Praveen Tambe. I didn't know about what was going on in IPL and all of that and whatever. Now, cut to this movie, all right? Now, I start watching this film thinking that it's a fictional, like a, 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 a an underdog story, kind of like a, uh, what what a lot of reviewers may like to call it, made it in a quote-unquote documentary style. Uh, well, they said that about ATC as well. Anyway, so, you know, I thought it was a pretty realistic like film about, like, say, a Mumbai underdog. Uh, and uh, it's a journey. It's a, it's a story like Iqbal, in a sense, you know? 
but obviously, I mean, uh, the film star, like, uh, the hot star phase is a poster of like the Sachin Tendulkar debut, 15 years, X Y Z, Suresh Raina, 19, Praveen Tambe, 41. I thought he gets a smart way to like sort of juxtapose that, like you know, just because the world is fictional, but that doesn't mean the dreams or the or the people in it are not real. I thought, okay, whatever. Then the film starts, and there is a trip of round robin. I'm like, fuck, man, what a great coup that they got round robin to like. <laughs> it's insane. It's just insane, okay? I thought, are wow. They got Rahul Dravid to like, you know, uh, say something, whatever, the man is so reclusive, he doesn't even give cricket interviews as much. I'm like, okay, maybe, whatever. But I was like, why was this speech cut short or something? I thought maybe they'll come back to it later. I was still thinking, yeah, yeah, Rahul Dravid to lay. <laughs> anyway, okay. And uh, I'll be very honest, the name Praveen Tambi gets so familiar to me. But I thought, like, many Bombay names or or whatever, it's, it's just one of those things he can suna hoga, like, something like that, right? Uh, and I, I went into the film. It's only when, you know, I mean, spoilers alert or something, but like, guys, it's been quite some time. But yeah, I mean, disconnect for the next one minute. If, if you have not watched the film. You know, it's only the end when he gets a call from Dravid, like where uh, Dravid is played by a different actor and all of that. And uh, I was like, they are obviously not going to make it. Because I, I, I had my second point of suspicion was when they say, ki, you know, uh, or whatever, and they cut to 1984. I'm like, how did 1984 30 years ago? What is the timeline of the film? Is, why is it why is it pegged to a 2013 or a, or a 2004? I mean, I think there's a mini movie here in just going into my head, like just trying to untangle this film. It's just fucking hilarious. Uh, and it's like, Maybe, obviously, I mean, it looked like a pretty well-researched film and all of that. So why would they commit such a blunder, especially if they are, you know, uh, 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 putting up these stickers on screen with like these times, ear stamps and all of that, whatever. That was another thing uh, to me, that something is off. <laughs> but then when Dravid comes and all of that, it's only when they started to show real players and real matches and all of that, very much like MS Dhoni, uh, the biopic, yeah. was when it fucking hit me. I was so moved. I was so moved. And <laughs> it, was, uh, it was just, it was incredible. It was just really incredible. So yeah, that's where I'll, I'll stop and, 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 and we can talk. <laughs> this really is one of, like, this is such a loss. I would have so loved to read your review now because, because just <laughs> from the perspective of, just see it from the perspective of someone who has no idea who Praveen Tambe is. It would have been so fascinating because, you know, I too assume there is a whole bunch of people who still don't know who he is. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just assuming that of course the IPL watchers will know who he is and but it's amazing you know how uh, how the the fact that you sort of assumed that it was a fictional film for a for a long stretch of time uh, during the film but that's the beauty right about Praveen Tambe's story itself the fact that the film did not in a sense we have known Hindi cinema to sort of overstate underdog, uh, you know, real underdog stories. They tend to go overboard. They don't trust the material itself. They don't trust what they naturally have at hand. And then they, you know, go crazy with the tropes and with the with the treatment and with, you know, with the stars playing the cricketers and all. The Praveen Thambi is a rare film that actually trusts the fact that here is a miracle story. We don't need to mess with it too much. You know, yeah. uh, we just need to sort of let the story unfurl on its own and let the viewers sort of just get 
sucked into this life of this mumbaikar who had just this never say die spirit and who just never gave up and to me and to play the most popular sport in the country and you know where thousands and thousands of younger stars are sort of uh, you know uh, sort of in competition for the same spot uh, the the fact that they just stuck to the basics and to the roots of the film i thought was a very very good decision you know there's no flashy filmmaking there's no flashy storytelling no gimmicks it had its problems you know it was raw around it was sort of very raw around the edges some of the cricketing action itself was a bit you know uh, weirdly yeah. short and, and and you know there were problems like for example i did not like the journalist character at all tanul you can oh my god that's <laughs> that's the segue i i i meant when i said that winning and losing that was incredible that was just incredibly bad i mean so go on i i have much to say about no, no. yeah even i and same same you know th- those things stood out like sore thumbs and you know those you expect from sort of b grade films trying to deal with a grade stories <laughs> but uh, but but you know this, but overall i felt like the film had a lot of heart and it it really i know it's a cliche and i know i never would write that in a review but i'm saying it because it it is that kind of film which uh, which really stays very very honest to what who pravin tambe is where he comes from and the odds that he had to beat and now when i say odds he had to beat it's not like they sort of go chess beating nationalism and you know india ke liye khelna hai yeah. all he wanted to do play a couple of rally matches for mumbai for yeah that's it that is such and you know that is so there is so much sincerity yeah. to the his aspiration to the fact that he's growing up in a chawl in mulund uh, you know trying to support his family having kids Uh, seeing uh, younger cricketers that lovely scene where he is actually sort of do, uh, going through trials with the son of a cricketer he used to play with yeah. you know so uh, and this is all true you know this all happened it's mm. very well you read enough about pravin tambe and god knows i read enough about pravin tambe in that 2014 season when he picked up that wow. hat trick against kkr uh, i wanted to read everything there is to read about about this man and it just stunned me and i was i had a sinking feeling bollywood would pick up his story and make it i am just glad that it this it was this hindi cinema that made a story and it wasn't the kind of cinema that we saw in 83 then wasn't the kind of filmmakers that you know who made ms dhoni or or these high profile sort of stories and high profile bollywood did not take it even though it was tail it, it i had a very bad feeling that they would sort of uh you know co-opt his story and make it into something it isn't uh, i like the fact that it's headed by shayas talpade who himself sort of very much reflects tambe's story as well as an actor uh, and i like it's an unknown director at least in terms of hindi cinema in terms of you know mainstream hindi cinema uh, I, i like that you know they really stayed true to a lot of what we've read about pravin tambe the way he got selected the way he sort of the way he tried to look for a company that plays cricket and that entire ecosystem that they show about sort of the shield tournaments and all was so bombay and it was so rooted and so authentic that it really won me over eventually you know even that terrible depiction of a journalist by parambrata <laughs> who probably in every film and every series i've been seeing for the last two or three years and i'm sick of his face now uh, so <laughs> you know uh, and 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 trust me we have like a you know there we have a big problem with the way we portray journalists indian journalists on screen especially uh, anul maybe you can you know take it forward <laughs> from 
Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, uh, so something that I, I'll, I'll just make like a brief point about and then, and, and then come to this. And uh, yeah, I have lots to say on this. So, you know, again, it, it almost feels like two different people talking about the film because of our background information or the lack of it uh, with respect to Praveen Tambe. So, you know, I, I'll tell you something. What I what really leapt at me while I was watching the film and quite early on, uh, just, just this fact that, you know, he wants to play Ranji. That's it. It it, yeah. it was just so crazy to me, especially because in my reporting days and all of that, and I figured out that like, you know, over the last eight, nine years that I've been doing reporting uh, and you sort of like all like uh, you connect these dots or whatever it is, like not that I'm a veteran reporter, but like whatever, uh, looking backwards is that, you know, stories of ordinary people wanting to do seemingly ordinary things, although obviously playing for Ranji is not ordinary, uh, but, but you know, in, in the scheme of like uh, the broad canvas of success, especially the kind of success that is immortalized on, on Bollywood, uh, in Bollywood films, uh, playing Ranji is not like a big deal and all of that. I mean, uh, big deal is winning the World Cup, big deal is doing something for the country, big deal, you know, whatever. Uh, but... I just loved that, and 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 in, uh, in in my own reporting experiences and all of that, uh, b- 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 definitely it's been by coincidence or my subconscious uh, interest towards subjects or people or whatever that I've often uh, found myself gravitating towards people who nurture a certain kind of a dream, which uh, from the outset may not look that big, uh, but it's just uh, it it just means the world to them. And I've often been very, very, I mean, at times even beyond words, uh, I felt uh, myself moved by by those things. And I could see this similar kind of like, you know, uh, a similar kind of a drive, which a lot of people won't even consider as, as well, won't even consider uh, a drive, you know. Just this fact that this guy is relentless about playing Ranji. He just says Ranji. He doesn't even say that, oh, I want to captain India or, or anything, right? It, I, I was very moved by that, and and uh, especially and not just because it was a, a, a plot point, which it was really well done, but also I mean, just the way Talpade performs those portions, just the way they are sort of written and they sort of come to the fore. You really, you really understand that playing. Uh, like not that we wouldn't have understood. I mean, any anyone who has even had a passing interest in cricket would know that to represent your team, even at a district, even a school team. Is such a big deal. So obviously, I mean, it's not that, but but uh, again, uh, repeating myself, uh, juxtaposing it uh, with other uh, kind of like similar stories of quote unquote success that we have often come to see, where I mean, success only means something uh, 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 to be captured on screen if it is incredibly larger than than life, uh, like right? I mean, uh, but uh, so yeah, that bit I was very drawn towards, and uh, and just. You know, that's the whole thing. I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm still quite fascinated by my own ignorance about it. But just the fact that, you know, I, like say you uh, uh, were taken in because, uh, and you and many others, right? And and rightly so, I'm the odd one out uh, uh, and I should be because you knew about the story and all of that. So perhaps, you know, you had some orientation, you had some sort of like, you had an extra sale to your, to your viewing. It, the film did not uh i mean bend its back to sort of like you know define success or define bigness of the ambition uh that okay that uh that this is big enough for like cinema and all of that i mean uh it was just uh it was what it was and the film went with it and obviously it's a real story and all of that 
so it makes sense but even even for somebody like me who did not know that it's a real story it still worked for him uh for someone like me because it's just it's a very well thought out execution i mean one can say that it it, it is a well thought out story because it is again inspired by real life but you know uh, it's a it's a, the execution is quite solid and I, again i really like these small moments i mean as you mentioned uh, uh, that there was this one where he's practicing with his son uh, with his friend's son given that he's become so old but there are several others as well right like in the chawl like i especially like that detail i uh, like uh, uh, the scene where he's just gotten married i think his brother has also gotten married and they're looking to uh, uh, decide who gets to you know asleep in the bedroom because the they live in a chawl and and uh, it's, it's a typical cramped bombay dwelling and uh, he uh, says that uh, he uh, furnishes these two chits and says that whoever uh, who, who, uh, who, uh, uh, whichever person's name comes in the chit uh, will get to like you know whatever uh, take the bedroom uh, turns out that uh, talpade's character tambe had written his brother's name uh, uh, on both the chits just because it's a very endearing story uh, bond between the two brothers just in general like with the whole coach thing and everything ashish udarthi is quite good uh, there's just like this just i mean, it just goes to show that the immense vastness sometimes the deflatingness of the vastness of life itself right that you know year on year passes nothing is happening is 25 27 30 32 35 you know he does all sorts of things he does all sorts of odd jobs including working as a waiter in one of these dance bars uh, and uh, working at, uh, at, uh, at 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 this place at a jewel store of sorts uh, to like you know uh, so that he can play cricket for for their team he just does everything for cricket and it just it just goes to tell you show you the you know the immenseness of life but also the doggedness of somebody who's just preternaturally driven uh, these these kinds of things where moments build on moment moments build on moment you know it's almost like a mountain of moments by the end of the film and then you sort of get a catharsis but then you understand that unlike many mediocre films here catharsis isn't as much the point uh, because it's not even blown up as much or it, it it's it's not even so quote and quote hollywoody towards the end but the part is that the, the i mean the story in the moments is there and of course pravin tambe will tell you of course pravin tambe will perhaps remember less about or would like to talk less about the 2014 ipl or 2013 ipl debut as he would probably talk about some match in some maidan in bombay in 2002 where you know yeah. he owned the he owned the cricket field like uh, the magician he thought he would be and all of that and which he i'm sure he is uh, uh, to a very large extent taking and hat uh, taking a hat trick and all of that in ipl and still being like being selected uh, as late as 2020 is not easy but uh, but yeah i mean it's just this uh, this revering of details i thought that was just incredible and of course the the sore point point is uh, the journalist character i will i i will lead, leave it up to you to lead with that uh, although yeah. I, i i know you uh, told me to uh, talk about like the journalist uh, depiction which i will of course uh, but yeah. <laughs> but i the, the, there is some uh, i think uh, differences here Uh, with respect to parambata's uh, 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 appearance on screen i don't know maybe i have not seen him in as much tv series or web series uh, 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 so sorry uh, web series of films as you or, or maybe i have i don't know i just like that guy way too much so i i didn't <laughs> know about him that he was there in the film the moment i see the uh, the, the moment i saw him appear on screen 
my eyes like just instantly uh, lit up and i really like shrestal pade as well i have a lot of soft corner for him and uh, he's just one of those actors i would like uh, i like to say at times that you know uh, uh, his talent perhaps was not done uh, as much justice uh, by the bollywood people uh, casting him in like these weird sex comedies and like these weird kind of films wherein i think his real mode was something more uh, more rooted more again more ikbal like or more uh, you know more door like or perhaps more this one as well uh, so uh, so i so i mean i i really like the fact that there was talpade and, and and talpade was given the chance to do talpade like things in this film uh, mm-hmm. that said though i loved the fact that uh, there was parambuta and i was like acha now he do something or like whatever he just one of those characters i he just gives me uh, he assures me a lot just by uh, the mere fact that uh, he's he's on screen and mm-hmm. i like the fact that he was a journalist or kya chahiye you know the like the uh, the every man of every man doing the every man <laughs> of every man profession so bahut sahi tha we are journalists or like writers or whatever so that was a good this thing his editor talks about like you know uh, doing on ground reporting and everything uh, which was all fine till a point but <laughs> boss <laughs> so so i two two things one to i mean it's an open field for you obviously a uh, second is given that you have read so much on praveen kambe and all of that and i would love to i mean i would i, I would do that uh, very soon and before that is one very small uh, narcissistic thing you know when the film ended i obviously kicked myself for like you know not knowing about it and all of that and felt really ashamed but more than that i thought there was a more of a mercenary sort of a misgiving uh, uh, towards myself uh, towards my ignorance was that i thought there was such a great chance for me to do like a magazine piece like a profile on praveen tambe like say way back in 2015 or something perhaps even like a small book or whatever especially when i've been wanting to do something cricket related for a very long time i i wanted to pitch something on uh, prithvi shaw way back in 2015 when i think it made that 300 or yeah. 400 runs or something like that right uh, but it just couldn't happen and all of that and i've been wanting to do something like cricket reporting that like just sit in mumbai maidans for like 5 to 6 months tour them and just write about them in with some sort of like you know journalistic or writing flair or whatever so so all of these things uh, uh, were there and i thought oh god what a missed opportunity but okay so so i mean obviously talk about uh, i would love to know your views about the whole arc and i'll chime in as well but uh, also whenever you can uh, do talk about that was there a character like that is this completely fictional uh, do you know of like uh, whatever right like so i mean uh, uh, because i don't know about the background so i i want to know if i'm missing something although i have a very very big hunch that i'm not and that this was a complete miss for unfortunate fiction that was just yeah. like really awful yeah so i i don't think there was a character like that mm. you know i did a mm. fair bit of reading and of course the film wanted an antagonist who is actually yeah. not antagonist who changes colors towards the end because it's always very nice and you know heartwarming to see when you know when it happens so i think it's totally mostly fictionalized because you know of course there are journalists like borya majumdar journalist quote unquote like <laughs> borya majumdar who sort of more or less represent uh, the kind of person the paramrata yeah. character Bully. plays queen um yeah. but yeah but you know i think it was the perspective that the film wanted to use uh, too easy you know the narrative basically telling the whole story in flashback because he's a journalist because for all you know he's writing a 
his most celebrated book about Pravin Tambe because his first book nobody read, which he was fairly right about that nobody reads in India. Uh, that, that, that was great. That angst I got, you know, that I I was totally with him there. But yeah, uh, yes. but yeah, but you know, I I think the character was unnecessary, uh, largely because you know Pravin Tambe's story is such that. you really don't need a crutch like that you know you don't need someone negative to tell us someone that to someone whose job it is to watch cricketers and to write about them to to basically be the antagonist for no real reason why was he being such an asshole to pravin tambe why did he dislike him so much why was he so terrible in that bar when pravin was a waiter uh, at the dance bar yeah. why thing like a 90s villain that was a terrible scene why why does he uh, why does he have that smugness sure okay you're a writer you're a bitter journalist i get it the smugness may come out in in opportune moments but when it is your job your you are covering grassroots cricket you're a fairly well known cricket journalist when it is your job to do this why in the world would you go out of your way to act like a villain towards this one striver who's actually sort of you know having his own conflicts making headlines in his own ways uh, uh, you don't need parambrata's face to tell us that pravin is struggling to go from medium pace to spin or that he is he is mediocre and he's never going to be good enough to play ranji cricket and a stroke of luck maybe took him to the ipl where he actually fulfilled his potential you don't need a you know you don't need that kind of character and i was very happy the way the journalist character as you very rightly said was it started out you know his editors telling him to go back to mm. grassroots go sit at the maidans cover you know uh, sort of uh, you know reget your passion for cricket reporting which he does you know the way he sits at the maidans fairly bored fairly you know tired of this routine that he's been doing as you can tell for most of his life and his eyes light up a little when he see pravin when he sees pravin tambe play for that for his for his brother's company uh, uh, you know but that is when he starts to suspect that when pravin tambe plays for his brother's team without telling anyone uh, technically illegally uh, you know that's when the whole journalist character turns negative right like that's when he is like okay here i found my adversary i am going to prove to the world that this guy is a fluke but there is no need for that like there was in the larger scheme of things there is real no need for that if you want to tell a story if you're writing a book and you want to tell a story which is bollywood's go to device to for flashbacks and for to sort of tying together a narrative uh, you know fair enough go ahead but you don't need to be so dramatic about it which is why you know I, and and yeah it is to an extent that i think i have parambrata fatigue also because i think mm. i've been seeing him in way too many mediocre web shows and uh, a mm. couple of here and there that you can tell that he's a better actor than this but he's also at the same point you cannot escape the fact that he is too choosing these films and choosing these web shows and choosing to play the same more or less the same kind of characters where you know he can smirk he he's sort of a gray character in most of these shows and that ambiguity that moral ambiguity has gotten old a little too fast you know because he's been doing it from the pari days which i liked him in you know back then but it's just that it's sort of week after week month after month and here it comes to a head because because there is no grayness here there is either black or white and it was a very manipulative character and of course it goes without saying that the journalist angle was probably the worst angle of the film even though that entire joke of him having to dress up like a 
sort of a, a, like a bar dancer in the end or like a woman like a sort of uh, woman in the end was a fairly jock joke that you can imagine men making in these rooms uh, behind closed doors but but again you know there's too little uh, to really take from a character like that so i found it quite confounding that uh, that they'd actually make up a character like that and that's why i felt like the film fell short of being a very very good film you know it's a very solid film uh, but uh, but you know and it does a lot of basics right and it it sort of sticks to the story of pravin tambe and it trusts the story but uh, as far as the storytelling or the you know a bit of the filmmaking and the character arcs are concerned uh, could have done a better job and it's a tragedy that it comes in in sort of uh, in context of a supporting character you know if it was the protagonist it would have been like any other mediocre sports biopic but here you get a little more frustrated because you know it does everything else right yeah absolutely uh, can you hear me yeah yeah you know and it's just so so disappointing and this is where I'll, I'll talk a bit about uh, the depiction of journalists in uh, in hindi cinema but more so uh, in pravin tambe which which is more or less the same thing is that you know they just get just think so many things wrong so fundamental so many fundamental things wrong about him uh, the way they have propped him up was just so annoying because you know if you would have noticed like he's he's i would like to say an atypical journalist uh, because he's not one of those that uh, uh, that he's after say breaking news or he is you know uh, breaking stories and all of that he kind of looks like a pretty chill features writer somebody who is uh, quote unquote more interested in probing the human condition as uh, uh, as opposed to say like you know a uh, uh, breaking news or breaking stories or or doing uh, uh, those kind of things i mean uh, uh, if not then i don't know what the fuck he was doing with like uh, eight hours on the cricket field every day but that and plus the fact that you know he's uh, he's written a book and all of that yeah, uh, the the film quite interestingly paints him as like a uh, a bit of a literary figure uh, in the in the whole scheme of uh, uh, indian journalism which is which are not the kinds of characters we see i mean journalists are these uh, a uh, fairly soulless sure but like uh, they are after like exposing something uh, corruption or any uh, 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 one of those uh, quote unquote important things uh, plaguing our society so uh, but this guy is not that he's even complimented i think once or twice uh, especially on his writing skills that are bahut acha likhte hain and all of that i think ashish vidyarthi goes on to say something and he he's obviously a, a very well uh, a name uh, a very well known figure very uh, reputed figure so that was just quite baffling why uh, you would do that the second thing is this guy uh, uh, i'm forgetting his name paramprata's character if you hmm. see he's kind of like a counter not counterpart exactly it's difficult to find a counterpart of pravin tambe but he's kind not very say different from pravin tambe i mean the poor fellow wrote a book which no one read i mean lol no surprises there he would have gotten like a book advance of now this is me getting into personal territory but he would have gotten like like a really meager book advance nobody gives a shit about him he is not very different in that sense you know the chances are very high probab- uh, probability wise of these two people bonding together uh, yeah. over something like a shared grief or like a shared misgiving about the world at large as opposed to turning against each other uh, like uh, uh, you know i found that really weird especially when they are in different professions when uh, somebody like praveen tambe can be quote unquote useful uh, to somebody like uh, 
like Paramrata's character. I mean, this guy sits there the entire day, and he's known for like writing these, uh, like uh, writing a book and having like a uh, 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 like a smart guy, uh, someone someone who I, I mean, the film kind of implies that he has a good uh, insight into the makeup of the human condition and all of that. Does this guy not see a story in Praveen Tambe? I mean, this is so absurd. Like, if I were Parambranda's character, as I said, I would have just followed Praveen Tambe for two years and written a book. My God, that's not a good book. Uh, you know, so it's just, it makes no sense. And the fact that, like, uh, we start uh, 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 to see uh, Parambranda's character bearing his fangs around, properly around, I would say, 40-45 minutes mark, if uh, perhaps, uh, if not earlier, uh, I just... And given the fact that the film was working uh, for me largely, uh, I actually started to make some of these choices in my head that, okay, if you want to uh, make a character like him and uh, 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 make him like, uh, you know, channelize all these devices through him, say like a flashback, say uh, somebody filling in the blanks without being, uh, you know, uh, being absent from the narrative, somebody who's an actual part of the narrative, but uh, but he's also commenting on it like a, well, like a journalist. Uh, I I thought that was okay to for me. So I but I thought that if you have to bring out that antagonism, you they just needed few scenes. You know, perhaps a few like one scene where he's talking to Praveen Dambe and uh, he is just so like full of himself. Or he like there is this kind of one scene that they think that it is there in the party. But Praveen Dambe is perfectly fine. He's not blaming anybody. It's Parambrata who just like uh, you know uh, just gets so pissed off and all of that. So I thought only just two three scenes. You know. Something like it, it gave me some sort of like, uh, given that I obviously did not know who Praveen Tambe was, I thought, is this a disciple sort of a situation where, you know, uh, is this is he like a Sharad Nerulkar kind of a character who's particularly not good at cr- cricket? And given the fact that uh, some of the cricketing scenes, at least three uh, scenes where uh, Praveen Tambe's uh, delivery uh, reaches the stump like, like just an yeah. inch above the ground. I yeah. thought maybe this guy is an awful cricketer and he's just so full of himself and entitled and he thinks that the world owes it to him. Uh, so like, you know, whatever. So it could have like shown two or three scenes like that without being so on the nose about it. Uh, and or, or, or showing that like, you know, this guy, uh, like there's such a huge chasm between intent and uh, execution or, 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 or belief and whatever, destiny or stuff like that. Uh, or the fact that, like, you know, whatever that he spills at in the end, again, spoiler alert, but guys, I think <laughs> we are way past that stage, uh, that, you know, oh, maybe it was the frustration of me not having become a cricketer, or maybe it was my frustration of XYZ, whatever. No, it doesn't work at all. You can't, like, be an absolute asshole for no fucking reason. Because, again, like, I was, I really wrestled with this shit, man. Because people can say that, like, oh, people can just be bad or people can just be whatever. I get that. But there should be other evidences in the story that back that claim. He's perfectly fine towards his boss. He's perfectly fine towards Ashish Udarchi, the coach. He's actually even uh, even nice towards his uh, juniors. I mean, he's a bit annoyed that he gets to, like, whatever. But, uh, but he, I mean, that's not a big deal. He, the point is, he's a perfectly okay, normal guy like you and me uh, for the rest of the film. But when Praveen Tambe comes, like, he searches for a button uh, uh, on his shirt, which is written villain. <laughs> with like a big red thing on it and he switches it on and that, that's just insane. Whatever the fuck that happened in that bar, uh, like bar dancer, uh, so, sorry, in that nightclub, 
that that's a ridiculous that's a terrible scene i don't know why paramrita did not or maybe i'm just giving him a little too much credit uh, uh why did he not object to like at least that scene if not the entire character is beyond me because boss we know in our journalists even like the most soulless of journalists just because of the life circumstances they are in not just in india but just yeah. across and that it's our part is it's almost like we are so vulture like that uh, we get moved even if we, we uh, when we don't have to about say underdogs and all of that like you know normal people do as well but journalists even more so just because it is their job yeah. and i at least as a reporter i can i can definitely attest to that that you know these kinds of stories you don't see every day these kinds of struggles it's just it's ridiculous i it, it kind of almost derailed the film for me i was just so annoyed but i mean obviously there were uh, various other things that worked for me but again i'm just positively baffled as to why did they do that that and also one more thing which is just so unfortunate and has become such an obsession i should stop writing about these things that the cost is sounding repetitive i wrote the, about that in jalsa even in jhund yeah. because it's that thing na ki matlab that somebody needs to lose in order for somebody to win this yeah. this is not it's not a good world view first of all second of all i would even like to uh, argue that it doesn't even make for good compelling cinema i mean we have just this unfortunate tendency and you know it's in a bit the film is contradicting itself wherein at one level it is saying that like you know that uh, that uh, uh, end results at times uh, uh, at times yeah like many times they are not in our control they are like whatever uh, so the more important thing is enjoying the process being true to yourself all the cliche things but they are actually true they are true even in our professions right uh, so at one level it's saying that but at the other it's saying that no you need to defeat someone to be good how many films have done that three idiots idiotic film which says at one level that like you know uh is uh, the follow your dream it doesn't matter hint in whatever but end may it just gets petty as fuck and says that no you need to defeat somebody you need to have so many much more patents than somebody else than for you to be actually be better like winner win win with sare zameen par kape ka end i love that film but you know it's not enough that that guy that the boy has found his calling he has to be the best as if if you are not the best which is a luxury that is just afforded to primarily i would like to argue characters in hindi films or films it is uh, it, it just kind of invalidates everything that comes before it and what the film champions uh which is why why i love the end of jalsa where like it wasn't about winning or losing it was about seeing things hello yeah yeah go on yeah sorry uh seeing things from like you know uh, understanding what coexistence means and all of that there is this beautiful line in jhund again that like uh, i i like it so much i ended my piece with it uh, that where namita bachan says that zindagi mein sab kuch har baar jeetna zaruri nahi hota hai and that yeah. is such a beautiful thought that it's just not about winning because that's not how we live our life and if at all you want to live your life like that i mean unless say you are sachin or somebody i mean just look at what kohli has been up to over the last not up to but what he's been struggling with for the last two years we know what sachin went through in the 2005 to 2007 uh, sixth stage and all of that and many many champions and many many other sports you know so yeah. but even if you like uh, accept that the only way to live a life is to like you know win it whatever that it may be and if that is the only way then i am sorry i it's kind of sending out a really disconcerting message and i really shudder to think and there are many things na yaar ki matlab 
अब कोई भी लाइक वन प्री ऑक्यूपेशन ऑफ माई अलकट शॉर्ट आई एम रियली गोइंग ऑफ हेयर बट लाइक वन दिस थिंग इज दैट वी ऑलवेज लाइक हिंदी सिनेमा हाप्स ऑन ऑन दिस कॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ लाइक यू नो अथेटिक साइड किक लाइक अ कॉमिक रिलीफ साइड किक हु गेट्स ह्यूमिलेटेड बाई द हीरो एंड ऑल ऑफ दैट सो दैट द हीरो कैन लुक बेटर and you often think they have been seeing this since like uh, uh, we've been watching hindi cinema and you're like why is this necessary kabhi kabhi theek hai samajh mein aata hai but it's almost not just like the ideology of an industry but it's almost like an ideology of um, uh, the country itself i have faced some of that when i couldn't clear iit and i was fucking depressed or like really whatever felt like a worthwhile person and nobody no 18 year old should go through that no 40 year old should go through that even right but these are the kinds of unfortunate tendencies that our stories which are quote unquote good stories life affirming stories uh, reinforce uh, uh, and and obviously they come from our culture and our culture also comes from cinema so it runs both ways of course but to see a pretty sincere a pretty smart uh, 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 an empathetic a very humane story take this kind of a schizophrenic mm. turn was just a uh, uh, very very hashtag uh, like uh, uh, apology to you suffering from schizophrenia this is not uh, intended like that hashtag not all schizophrenia uh, but uh, you know it was just very weird so yeah that was my rant yeah. no that's that's actually quite wonderfully put uh, at least in terms of you know the whole pitting one against other i call it the india pakistan syndrome as well because you know <laughs> yeah, uh, i mean of course we you know we we are conditioned as a culture to sort of take great victory in pakistan losing in whatever yeah. sense whether it be on a cricket field or whether it be politically and it somehow for some reason uh, makes a whole lot of lives in this country better when we know they fail so as yeah. you said it seeps into it seeps into our cinema or our ways of thinking our ways of storytelling our ways of writing and uh, you know that and and uh, as you uh, you know you rightly put that even as students the first thing sharma ji ka ladka is not just a joke you know it is yeah. an actual sort of uh, it is an actual element of this country of this culture like you're pitting your your every kid is pitted against sharma ji ka ladka you know it's it's not good enough that you are your own person or whatever person you are whether you pass or fail in the exams that's not good enough you will be given an example of someone who's either doing it better or doing it worse so you know uh, that that obviously carries on into our sort of way of thinking our psychology when we grow older and when we tell stories and when we make half decent films as well this turns up and that's why i guess which you know i think you've sort of hit the nail on the head uh that is why a character like this journalist it's not so much because he's a journalist of course it's badly portrayed but also because you know exactly because of this syndrome that we just described how it starts from our childhood and sort of goes into our adulthood going goes into our culture our politics uh, you know it's the reason this current administration also rules in this country because they, this is the kind of sort of ideology they Uh, sort of infuse into the populations as well so uh, you know nothing is looked at in isolation anymore and that is of course a tragedy and and that shows in the in the strangest of ways in the way we make our films and in the way we create our art and i think in kon pravin tambe that that could be looked at as a indirect uh, sort of accumulation of this ideology over the years like you have you have a journalist because you need him to lose for pravin to show that pravin tambe won because pravin tambe winning in a very orthodox sense is not him winning it's just him playing the ipl 
it's not him winning the ipl it's not him winning the world cup it is not him lifting a trophy it is just him making the cricket field or in top tier cricket and that for a lot of filmmakers a lot of indians is not winning enough so you need uh, a journalist to accentuate to amplify his his sort of uh, his way of winning or his language of winning so that then we can look at pravin tambe as a man who is greater than he is because he also defeated this very arrogant journalist on the way absolutely unnecessary of course because as we know pravin tambe's only competition was himself as is the case with a lot of people lot of individuals and a lot of athletes as well you know we when kohli is failing for all these years for these last two or years or so when he's been underperforming uh he's normally been measured against his own standards uh it, it's he's not being compared to other cricketers if you notice most of the time and yeah. and that's the thing about like reaching a certain level of greatness and then sort of not succeeding as much as you used to uh, people tend to be kinder to them than to say someone like pravin tambe who you know was always assumed to be mediocre that's why he never even made ranji or first class cricket and then suddenly hit the big stage through whatever you call it through chance through fate through you know through merit uh, through a through a mixture of everything and and when someone like him makes it uh, people don't know how to make his victory tangible and that's why i guess they use a very easy and lazy device like a journalist in the film and uh, and i guess that's what even uh, you know tanul so uh, very correctly sort of started with uh, and it it does explain a lot of a lot of other films as you mentioned as well like through the years we've been seeing it happen again and again uh and yeah of course three idiots of course the education system and it it sort of seeps into sports and arts as well so so yeah i mean coming sort of zooming out now and you know looking at pravin tambe as a film is it perfect no not even close is it great no but it is a small step as far as sports biographical dramas are concerned and i know it sounds like a sub genre but it is actually a very important genre now given that more and more cricket films sports films are being made and a certain kind of language dominates these kind of films as we saw in 83 uh, jerseys coming up uh, there will be a couple down the years the mithali raj biopic the julian goswami biopic there are going to be a lot of cricketing biopics down the line and it is very important to remember say a film like pravin tambe no matter how flawed it is uh sort of uh even its flaws the fact that we were talking about this in june as well you know the flaws for me here weren't as much a deal breaker uh as it might have been in another film because i think it got uh, uh, so much of you know the city and its culture and its and its sort of uh language of aspiration right that i felt like i took a lot more from this film then uh then the kind of sort of criticism or then the kind of flaws i noticed in the film i guess that is something we can uh, maybe be satisfied with for now because you know uh, uh, i can assure you that there will not be a lot of sound biopics down the line especially in hindi cinema because this is one genre i can confidently say we have never mastered and i don't see us doing it either so when a small spark like say kon pravin tambe comes along it's important to acknowledge it and it's also important to acknowledge that this is still not great filmmaking but it is probably maybe a step in the right direction absolutely i think that's <clears throat> that's very well encapsulated a step in the right direction is also how i would uh, say and again just like on a final parting note at least for me is that again uh, the very reason that rahul and i we sort of like uh, hopped on the whole uh, parambrata's uh, uh, character as a journalist 
was that precisely because this film is a good first step because uh the film gets so many things right and it flounders and it flounders on something so basic and it does it uh, does so for all the wrong reasons and yet still uh, bungles it up was very infuriating because it's it's what i like to call it like a first draft mistake where you know you have gotten your screenplay down and all of that and you sort of like you're shopping it around to some beta readers and and uh, uh, one of them and they need not even be so per- uh, perceptive uh, uh, for them to point it out that boss just rework this whole subplot it's just not working at at many levels not just narrative which is just a big reason uh, for it to be reworked on but just many thematical and and it, it kind of really casts aspersions on on the essence of ravin dambe's story itself which is which is kind of insulting if you if you think about it and 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 and, and since the journalist kind of like occupies a pretty uh, a significant a significant amount of narrative chunk uh, which is kind of heightened by the fact that he plays uh the 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 uh he does the voice over as well so he's he, he's kind of like the frame of the story the literal frame uh which it makes it really uh, uh disappointing as well because it kind of again sends a wrong signal not just to the audience members uh where we have kind of gotten like in yard almost to these kinds of assaults but uh, but also to other kinds of uh writers or filmmakers who want to who are very well intentioned and who want to tackle these kinds of very humane and very rooted stories uh would uh, would often perhaps get misled by by yeah. something like this thinking that are ha theek hai this is a good peg to sort of uh, uh, uh propel our um, uh, plot through which is uh, which is absolutely not done i mean particularly atrocious here but uh, as raul mentioned there is spate of especially cricket biopics in store i well it remains to be seen uh, what happens there of course those are different stories different makers and all of that but but just uh, if this plot point is sort of like you know mapped in the landscape of biopics in particular over the last 15 years or at least like uh, uh quote unquote say inspirational stories or stories that are that are more rooted as opposed to being escapist uh ribboned with sort of like notions of success and all of that it um it is a pretty uh, significant flaw that said though i mean uh, as as we had qualified earlier several times in the podcast that is a film that that largely works but one would like to think that the 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 genre of biopics or or, or any other kind of like a genre which is uh, which talks about similar things uh, that praveen dambat uh, we have a spate of cricket biopics uh, uh, in store as raul said and and not just cricket biopics but any kind of uh, a story that deals with uh, the kinds of motifs uh, praveen tambe is interested in i would like to think that or i, I would at least like to hope that praveen tambe is where uh the rest the future hindi films start not where uh they should end because this is a good first step uh but given that we are in 2022 i mean uh and uh, our modes of storytelling must evolve and given mm-hmm. that there have just been many many things especially like the whole aswas of them and pitting two characters against each other have been calcified in time for such a long time one would like to uh hope that uh they take away all the good things from say a film like praveen thambe while just if not absolutely cutting it out at least definitely mitigating uh, to the absolute minimum the flaws of a film like yeah. praveen thambe yeah that's uh, that's well put and i think that also brings to sort of a conclusion uh, our praveen thambe segment of this podcast uh, 
uh, of course you know it's been a fairly long podcast but we had discussed two films in fair detail we, i actually really wanted to discuss both these films with anul and uh, if you still stuck around listening uh thank you for that and do uh, write in to us if you have any suggestions any other topics we should discuss we would be happy to sort of uh, consider it uh, write in to rahulnolas@gmail.com or thakurtanul@gmail.com uh, do read our reviews as well uh, on the wire and film companion and till next time uh, we'll probably be <laughs> for all we know we'll probably be back discussing a cricket film very soon because jersey is releasing next week so uh, yeah, till yeah. next time uh, stay well and uh, keep listening thanks